name's Carol Clements. I'm an associate professor of contemplative psychology at Naropa University. I also serve as dean of Naropa College, which is undergraduate education. And additionally, I am a contemplative psychotherapist in private practice, working more and more almost exclusively in the realm of relationships and sexuality, including issues of gender and gender non-conforming folks. So there was a researcher, Lisa Diamond, who did an interesting study with people who identified as female, as women. She was curious about how fluid their sexuality was or if it stayed the same way throughout a lifetime. And what she found out was that sexuality, um, similar to what Kinsey said years ago, that there's a continuum, a heterosexual, homosexual continuum, right? That we're not like one way one or, the, or other. the other. That's right. That There's this continuum. And Lisa Diamond's more recent research is actually talks about sexuality being quite fluid, that it changes. Over time. Over time. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, what do you do if uh-huh. you're born with a penis, but you don't identify as male. Historically, what we've done is we've linked up gender with penis or gender with vagina or vulva. So even in my question, I had it wrong. I'd say. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Wrong wrong feels strong, you know? But I mean, um, again, no, I actually think in a way you had it right. That's how we think in these gender terms, Uh, right, Andy? So Uh we think like male means penis. Penis, That's like wild to me. Like, what does that mean? And so gender is actually way more fluid than that. Just because somebody has whatever genitalia they have doesn't mean it's who they are like god that i can feel my mind just like like yeah that's what happens yeah it's confusing yeah because we've been so kind of we could say almost like indoctrinated or like society we're we're gendering all the time. You call See it gendering. It. Gendering. It's this verb that, like, yeah. it's this thing we're constantly yeah, categorizing. doing. Categorizing. What are you? What are totally. you? Totally. Because then I can rest. <laughs> yeah, right. But isn't that interesting? Then I can rest and know who you are. So yeah. think about the implication of that. So, okay, do you have a penis? Or, okay, so now I kind of know who you are. I can rest. And then I can also go back to those traits and think, okay, so you're probably going to be more this way and this way and, and this way. I and then, therefore, I can... Do- Treat you yes. based on that. Yes. That means now we there's a structure to how we interact. Exactly. Oh, God. That, that can't be good. Not good. Not fun. Yeah. But there's a level of safety to it, I think, too. Oh, yeah. So the level of safety and security, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but we might actually think about it in terms of, like, belonging. We want to belong. We yeah. want to, like, be in relationship yeah. with each other. That's even almost deeper than safety. Yeah. Doing our own personal work so that then we can be in the world in a more open, expansive sort of way is really important because if you're not doing it, then you've already limited yourself in your path as you interact with the world. I would say. I mean, for me, that's when the fun arises. Then it gets a little sparkly, you know, like a little less constrictive and a little more open and like... Wow, the playground just got way bigger. Uh-huh. And that's kind of cool. That's cool. With yeah. a lot more people and a lot more experiences. And yeah. we live in a society that is heteronormative. What that means is different from heterosexuality. Heterosexuality is a, a, an attraction. It's an attraction. It's fine. Heteronormativity is making that attraction, that kind of attraction, 
normative, the way it should be. Mm. And heteronormativity is further expanded into a way of life, you know, which has to do usually with a mother and a father and children and is not so supportive of singles or people who choose to be childless, you know. So it's this whole, again, life trajectory. So that this kind of tosses all of that up. And people like order. Yeah. We want to make sense of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this sort of says, everything that you thought is no longer true. That's right. How you like them apples. Yeah, yeah. Well, and people don't, (laughs) right? And again, there's the privilege of heteronormativity. We actually don't realize that's like my way of life, quote unquote. Mm. How do we get this out there? Like, I wish this just was in the larger cultural conversation. Yeah, yeah. I think we don't tell enough story. That's where the truth is. We don't tell enough story about what's really happening in relationship. And I think the more we hear story, the more we realize we are we are isolated, we aren't alone, we aren't fucked up by ourselves. You know what I mean? We're not just like we're all grappling mm-hmm. in our imperfections and and I hope we learn to keep them. Because again, the societal thing is like we have to reach some kind of perfect state, you know, where we're categorized and it's clear and we can all relax. And one of the things I tell my students, when I, particularly in the relationship course, do not think I know this. I am not an expert at anything. I'm here. I'm a learner. I'm learning this. That's ongoing. That's like lifelong. Mm-hmm. 